Hey, welcome to the Bible Savvy Podcast, a weekly conversation on how to understand, enjoy, and apply God's Word. I'm your host, Nikki Lucas, and I'm joined by Executive Pastor Eric Ferris and Teaching Pastor Clayton Keenan. Hey, we are bringing you a special mini episode, so we're not going to actually dig into a passage today, but we are uh, reading in the book of Ephesians, so just encouraging you to read along. But right now, guys, mini episode, I have a question for you. It's the day after Christmas, so happy Merry Christmas, everyone. Or Boxing Day. Boxing Day? Right? Whatever that is. I don't know what that is. It's like on calendars, but they never tell you what it actually means. Exactly. If you are greeting someone on Boxing Day, do you say Merry Boxing Day or Happy, happy boxing, boxing Day? We, we'd like to hear from you, so you can email us your opinion at... Ooh, podcast at BibleSavvy.com. Because we know all those people out there celebrating Boxing Day have strong opinions about this one. <laughs> Clayton pulled that one on me this time. Look at that. Um, so, guys, here's a question I have for you. So... During Christmas, we are in the habit of exchanging gifts. Uh, and I think about, I, I thought about this. Who are the people who gave you the gift of God's word? Like who, who taught you how to read the Bible? For me, it was my first youth pastor. So I came to faith at 14, 15 years old, freshman year of high school. I didn't know jack about church, the Bible, nothing. I was just introduced to Jesus. I became interested. I started going to church. I didn't know anyone, anything. And so I started going to church. This guy introduces himself to me on a, at a Sunday church service, tells me he's the youth pastor. I had no idea what youth pastors were or what they did. Then he told me they had a youth group on Wednesday night. And so I went to this youth group and all of these other teenagers had their own Bibles, which was mind blowing to me. Like there's teenagers walking around with their own Bibles. And so he not only told me how to buy a good Bible, he told me to go down to the, well, first he told me to go down to the Christian bookstore down the street. What's a Christian bookstore? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are, that dates this story. Uh, now, when I went to this Christian bookstore to buy a Bible, how many Bibles did you think oh, I thought would be on the shelf? One. 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 Yes. The Bible. Yep. So I walk into this Christian bookstore and there are all these different versions and varieties and I'm super confused and intimidated because I'm 14, 15 years old and I don't know anything about the Bible. So I just walk out without a Bible. So I go back to the youth pastor, tell him I didn't know what to buy. So he showed me and then he had me read the gospel of John and he came to my house once a week before school until we made it all the way through the gospel of John and we would just sit in my dining room and talk about the gospel of John and he taught me how to read the Bible. That's pretty so, cool. Wow. Thanks, Rod, for teaching me how to read the Bible. That's pretty cool. Wow. How about you, Clayton? Uh, well, I, I came to faith as a little kid and so my parents were the first people to kind of read the Bible to me, kids' Bibles and things like that. Um, and I would, I would do, you know, little devotional kinds of things with, with my folks. I remember like reading the Bible with my dad kind of in his, you know, home office there and whatever. Um, but I think the first person to teach me like really how to read the Bible, not just read it with me and talk about it, uh, but to say, here's how to figure out what it means, uh, was also a youth pastor for me. And, uh, the way he did it is he said, all right, we had like a little kind of leadership team. There were people who were all volunteering, all other kids that were volunteering and things that he said, all right. Next week when we meet together, here's what I want you to come with. I want you to take this passage. It was uh, you know, a passage from the Gospels. He said, I want you to make as many observations as you can about it. Mm. And he, I think he gave us a number where it was like some absurd number. It was like, you know, probably like eight or nine verses, but he was like, I want 50 observations or something. Just like you, you look at it and you're like, this is nuts. But what was interesting about that was we, you go home and you're like, okay, this is a story of Jesus, you know, calming the storm or something. And you're like... 
Like, okay, I noticed this and this. And you got like three or four things that you kind of notice. And you're like, there's nothing else. There's nothing left. And then you push yourself and you realize, oh, actually, what about this and this? And the longer you look at the passage, the more you see there. And before long, you realize you can actually get, you know, maybe 50 might feel too much, but you can get pretty close. Like you can get way more uh, that you can notice way more than you thought you could. And so we came back and we realized, oh man, there was so much in what I thought was a short, simple passage uh, that it unlocked for me the idea that, you know what, there's a lot of depth to this. You can spend time and you can you can get things out of it that you didn't if you actually give it some time and, and observe well. So uh, some of that is really helpful now that getting people to observe things in Bible savvy is yeah. kind of my job. So yeah. it's great. It's cool. For me, uh, it was my mom. So again, at a young age growing up in Christian home, she was always reading the Bible. Uh, and I think I, I remember like every time we would go to the store, I'd always want to buy a new Bible because there was like all of the different ones, like picture Bibles and kids Bibles and Bibles that had all these different like, uh, like journaling things in it. And uh, all these different names. And so I was just attracted to all the different kinds. I liked books back then when I was a kid. Um, but one of the things I remember her saying to me, because I would, my friends would come over and we, I'd be like, hey, do you want to read the Bible? And she'd be like, like, I think it's really great that you want to read the Bible, but like, you don't know how to read that yet, really. And so she's like, you know, you need to learn how to read it first before you can actually sit down and talk to somebody about it. And I was like, oh, and I was, I don't know, 10, 11 years old at that point. And um, at that point, I think I remember looking at it much more serious than just a book. Like I knew it was, but I was like, well, I could do this. Like, I just sat down and talked to my friends about it. Nope. And so she sat down and she, um, she just started, we'd read a passage and she talked to me about it. And um, study notes were helpful back then. We had Bibles with study notes in them and we would look at those together and um, she would ask me questions. And... Um, when I was a kid, my, um, my godmother bought me a picture Bible. So I was just always drawn to it when I was a kid. The two important women in my life. That's fascinating that your mother taught you that you could incorrectly yep. yeah. read the Bible and that it's too important yeah. to read incorrectly. Yeah. That's fascinating. It's, it's worth good. learning how to do it. Yeah. Yeah, good she, job, Nikki's mom. Yeah, she affirmed that it was a good thing. But it was also a very weighty and important thing that I should take more serious, seriously and that I needed to learn it. Wow. What, what's your mom's name? Cindy. Cindy. Way to go, Cindy. Yeah, she does lis- Cindy listen to the podcast? She listens every awesome. week. Awesome. Yeah, Fantastic. Well, now you know who our next guest should be in the podcast <laughs> there studio. There we go. Yeah. Nikki's mom. Oh, there you go, mom. Shout out Cindy, to you. Cindy, consider this your official invite to the podcast studio to join us for an episode with your daughter teaching people how to correctly read the Word of God. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, guys, uh, speaking of teaching people how to read the Bible, um, what do you guys got as far as classes coming up? You got a lot of stuff, oh, don't you? Oh, this is exciting. So in the new year here, uh, we've got a whole new slate. Yes, a whole new slate of classes and workshops uh, to help people understand not just the Bible, but other things, you know, in following Jesus. Uh, but a few of them are particularly related to reading the Bible. So uh, two in particular that you should know about are what we call Bible 101 and Bible 201. So uh, Bible 101, we call Intro to the Bible, and uh, Bible 201, we call Bible Study and Prayer. So Eric, if you were going to describe, if people are looking at that saying, I, I want to learn more about the Bible, which of those should I take? How would you guide people between those two things? All right. So we all kind of know 101 and 201. 101 is introductory stuff. So Intro to the Bible is 
for people who are brand new to Bible reading, have never really read the Bible, they're intimidated by the Bible. And so for our listeners, I would generally assume that if someone's reading along in the Bible Savvy reading schedule and they're listening to our podcast and they're doing Bible Savvy stuff, 101 may not be for them, but it may be for people they know. A lot of times you have people coming to church that are interested in faith, interested in God, but they've never really read the Bible and it just intimidates them. That's who this class is for. If you have really no functional Bible knowledge, you're intimidated by the Bible, but you want to start reading it, this class is for you. So that is Bible 101. um, And you will learn the story of the Bible from beginning to end. And you'll have confidence so that you could take other classes at church or join a community group and not feel like everyone else knows stuff that you don't. And so Bible 101 is kind of the doorway into everything else. It's it's the one where there is zero embarrassment by saying, I don't know what that is. And it could be something you think is really obvious to people. No one in that class is going to bat an eye. They're going to be like, I'm not sure what that is either. Mm. Like that's, it's, it's a totally comfortable, safe place for that. That's right. Okay. Bible study and prayer, which is Bible 201. Uh, this is the class that I teach. Now we know as pastors that our job primarily is to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, that we're supposed to be training people how to do stuff and letting it go. I selfishly never let this class go. <laughs> I, I love teaching it. I enjoy teaching it. And so I teach Bible 201. And this class is described like this. Having the right tools for the job makes all the difference. So in this six-week class, uh, we help people understand the necessary tools for studying and correctly handling the Word of God. So a lot of those tools already exist in a good study Bible. And so I teach the, the class participants how to use all of, the, all of the tools well that are already baked into a study Bible. And then on top of that, I introduce class participants to tools outside of the Bible, like Bible dictionaries and other things that help you understand the Bible really well. And then on top of that, we dig into how to develop your prayer life and connect it to your Bible study life. So in the Kama Method, we do meditation, which is we say is prayerful thinking. So we expand that a little bit more. How do you develop a vibrant prayer life and connect it to your Bible reading life, which is why we call it Bible study and prayer. So that's Bible 101 and Bible 201. So those are two of the classes we are offering in the new year. There are plenty more. You can find all of those uh, at our website, cccclife.org slash classes. And maybe you want to check one of those out in the, the coming months. All right, well, that's all that we have for you, friends. Thanks for joining us. Keep reading the Bible Savvy schedule. <laughs> yes. Don't take a break over Join Christmas. Join us next Monday for a new episode. We're going to be looking at another passage from the Bible Savvy reading schedule. In the meantime, go to BibleSavvy.com, download it, start reading along. You can subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. Email us your questions or suggestions at podcast.biblesavvy.com. Lastly, tell your friends, and we'll talk to you next week. Yeah,